Hey everybody, before we begin today's episode of the Tip of the Iceberg podcast, let me tell you about all the platforms you can find the podcast on. Not only can you find us on Anchor, but you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, and Stitcher. All the links will be in the description of every episode. So let's get into this episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Tip of the Iceberg Wrestling Podcast, where wrestling meets reality. This episode is literally, I just stopped watching NXT TakeOver 25. It's over. It was incredible. Holy cow, what a... I call it pay-per-view. What a takeover. They literally took over the wrestling scene this week. Every match was incredible. Every single match was very good. There was a couple of hiccups I did not like. Maybe like one or two at that. But this pay-per-view was five stars. No doubt. This was incredible. I am so elated after watching it. Every match was happening like on It's My Seat. The main event was one of the best matches I've seen this year. I'm Cole, baby, is your new NXT champion. It's amazing. Great show. Let's talk about it, shall we? The first match was Roderick Strong of the Undisputed Era versus Matt Riddle. What a match to open the card. That match was insane. And I would say that was match of the night, but every match was match of the night. That's how good this show was. But this match was insane. It was fantastic. Because this match was so hard-hitting, I knew it would be King of the Bows versus the Messiah of the Backbreaker. Both guys brought it. It started off a little slow, I thought, but trust me, it should have. Because it picked up from 0-100 to for the whole match after like maybe six minutes. Ryan Strong proved to be one of the best still. He is very good. He can do a backbreaker out of anywhere. Just great. Matt Riddle, he is so intense. He is so... Energetic, and I love the way he. I just like the way he wrestles and his facial expressions, his body language when he wrestles. It makes the match much more intense. When he gets momentum, it's you feel it in your bones. I love it, and it's also rumored that he's going to be going to Raw Monday. I don't know if it's going to be his main roster debut or what. If that is, I hope and pray. If Jeremy screws up Matt Riddle on the main roster, I will be livid, livid. But it's rumored that he's a go, and he said, because it's rumor, it's not rumor, but it was announced that Brock Lesnar will indeed cash in his money in the bank by the end of Monday Night Raw. And Matt Riddle said, I'm going to be there to ruin it. So if Matt Riddle debuts against Brock Lesnar and beats the living tired of him, that would be great. But based on this win here tonight, he's looking so good if that's the case. And I think a Brock versus Matt Riddle match would be insane. And I think it'll be one of the match best matches and probably one of Brock's best because these two, if they clash anytime, it's going to be insane. And so I'm very looking forward to that. But back to this match, this match was insane, very hard hitting, extremely hard hitting. And it's just great. And Matt Riddle um, <clears throat> ended up winning after doing, I would say, like a Styles Clash Power Slam type move. I thought it would be a Tombstone Pod Driver, but it was a Power Slam for the win. 
it was a very it was not expected to be with him to win that way. I think he submit him, but he beat him that way. I like how Matt Riddle can win literally in any way. A lot of his matches have been won in different fashions, so that's awesome to see. But this match was so good, so hard hitting, and just great. I knew Matt would win, but I, I was right when I said Roderick would bring his A game. He brought every bit of it. He is him losing this match does not take away anything from him. To me, in my opinion, he's looking stronger, in my opinion. Him losing this match, put him on the map. Put him on, like, on the radar for people. I, f- I got a feeling by the end of this year, he's going to be challenging Adam Cole, who won the NXT title tonight in the future. They'll be fighting for the title in an epic match as well. That's my prediction. Riddle, excuse me, Strong versus Cole by the end of the year. Next match was the... Uh, Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Ladder Match for the NXT Tag Team Championships, the vacant ones. They were vacant. It was the Unspeed Ayers, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish versus the Forgotten Sons, um, Wesley Blake, and I can't remember his name, but Cutler was his last name, um, versus Street Profits versus Danny Butch and Andy Lorcan. That this match again was insane. This pay per view went from zero to one hundred through the whole shebang, and this match was incredible. So many awesome spots, and um, Jackson Ryker came out from the from the Forgotten Sons and just lit into everybody. It was so this match was liberating. This match was crazy. It was good to see. Um, every team had a spotlight. It was super good to see. Um, uh, so many bumps, big bumps, painful bumps, and the winners were the Street Profits, which I think is a great decision on um creators part. They deserve it. They're the most uh, over one of the over teams now. All the teams were over, so it was kind of like basically flip a coin to win situation. I think, but the Street Profits won. Awesome match, very painful match. I was sort of just watching that match. The next match was for the um, North American Championship. Velveteen Dream versus the returning Prince Pretty Tyler Breeze. This match was amazing as well. Breeze still has it to be a main player in NXT. He could be like just the main roster, but they screwed him up. Someone pointed out to me in the party chat on Xbox that we watch. Um, we joined parties and chat through the pay-per-views and stuff. They said he was the first talent in NXT to get screwed on the main roster. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Wow, that's how far back it goes and starts. But this is a very good match. Breeze still has the Velveteen Dream. Still proves to be one of the best on the roster. The ending to me was bad, though. This is this was not the worst match of the night, but the ending was terrible, I think. But because they had it was um Tyler Breeze hit the beauty shot and Dream went out the ring and the referee was at eight at count of eight. Breeze like, hey, stop the count. I'm going to win the belt uh, clean and got distracted and lost. Uh, he could have went outside and broke up the counter and started all over. That's at least what the game, WWE games do. If the count's like at six, you go in, go back out, count restarts. That's how they do it. That's how a lot of people do it when they wrestle. I don't know why he didn't just do that. So the booking for the ending was kind of, I think it was bad, but Valentine Dream won. And I think that they're going to be feeding, uh, fighting again for the title. And I've also heard rumors that there could be a team. And I predict, too, that that's the case. Find Dongas or make his NXT return or debut, whatever, and screw Breeze and be heel. But this match is insane. Awesome match. 
and the next match was the women's championship match. This to me was the weakest match of the night, and by saying that, the ball is very high in that regard, because it's hard to find a bad match. This match was not terrible, but it didn't give me like, oh my goodness, great. It, it was not the match of the night for me. It was it was cool. It was hype. Io Shirai was a state trainer Baszler. Very good match. Uh, it was good, though, but like I said, it was the, out of all the matches, this was the least one I liked, which is like I said, that ball is high still, but this match is good. Um, Shane Baszler is just one of the best all-around wrestlers in male or female. She's very technical, very savvy. And she ended up winning after tapping out. She put uh, Io Shirai. Then uh, Candice LeRae came out. And even the odds when um, Desmond Duke and Maria Shafir came out. She even the odds with a kingdom stick, I think, or a chair. Something other. I think it was a kingdom stick. And um, after the match, Io Shirai snapped and did a moonsault with a chair under Shayna Baszler. So I got a feeling it's going to be Baszler, Shirai, and LeRae at the next takeover for the uh, triple threat from the women's title. Awesome match. Main event. Holy cow. John Gagano champion versus Adam Cole, baby, for the NXT championship. Adam Cole, baby, won after an amazing match. I was never too keen on these two wrestling until they, till the third fall, the last match, the last takeover. I know I wasn't behind the, them two after, after the first two falls of that match. They didn't gel well to me. But that third fall made me love them, and this match made me love them more. So many near falls, I got my notes, so many super kicks, slash kicks in general. This match was a kick fest, super kick here, super kick there, um, it was just in so many kicks. I've never seen so many kicks in a match, and I didn't get tired of seeing kicks. So many kicks, uh, Johnny's knee was targeted, Adam Cole's shoulder was targeted, um, and Adam Cole did a, um, Panama Sunrise on the outside, that was the spot of the match for me. And Adam Cole won by doing a Panama Sunrise in the ring, I believe. Yeah, followed by a last call. So he's your new women's champion. Excuse me, women's champion. I'm so sorry. He's the new NXT champion, baby. So that's my quick review of the NXT TakeOver 25. Absolutely outstanding show. And I'm super excited to see what's to come for NXT. And this kind of levels the bar for WWE for me. I've said for a while, NXT is killing the main roster. The main roster is garbage. And until it says in part nine, this is Triple H's booking for you. That's Triple H for you. This is how he books stuff versus Vince's stuff. If you watched John Moss's podcast, that will tell you all you need to know about Vince. So this shows me that Triple H, they need at least, Vince needs to let Triple H take over WWE for maybe a year. See how it goes and go from there. Give him a trial run. And I think that'd be the best year WWE ever, ever see. But this show shows me that Triple H needs to be at least in charge of creative. Because these matches were just so great. So much story. So much brutality. It's crazy. So thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening to the Triple H Wrestling Podcast. For Wrestling Mutuality. And I will see you in the next one.